Welcome to Road to Redemption, a show sharing powerful life testimonies, giving hope to those on their own road to redemption. Welcome to Road to Redemption. I'm Colby Anderson. I'm the guest host today and just glad to be in the studio. I got my brother, Randy Fickner, with me today. Randy, how are you? I'm, I'm great, Colby. It's great to be here. Man, we are so glad to have you. This has been a, a long time coming, wanting, wanting to get you on the show with us. And uh, just grateful to have you, brother. I, I, you and I have spent some time together yes, uh, over the last few years. You've moved your family uh, here to what we call God's country yeah, here in the no pan, doubt. panhandle of Florida. And uh, I just have really uh, grown to just love you and your family and, and your son, Nate, and spending a lot of time with you guys. But we brought you here today. You know, you have a background. You've, you've done a lot of things in your life and, and um, just want to kind of get to know who Randy is, how he came to know Christ, what that's looked like, and, and how, how life has been since you came to know the Lord. Well, um, since I've known the Lord, uh, my life's been awesome. And that's been for a, a while, but it uh, seems like it's been um, enhanced in the last three years I've been here. And I know where that comes from. And it comes from destiny. It comes from the folks in this community. Um, that's been the big blessing. Uh, for our family is that God placed us here uh, many years ago, planted that seed uh, of us to uh, admire the area. Uh, Drew, Drew and I were just talking, this used to be the old KFC Taco Bell, and we'd come out of, you know, right down the street, and that's where we'd go to get something to eat. So um, it's so wonderful to see everything that's been done here uh, with the church, with this community, and, and the outreach that we really have. Amen. Yes, we'll get into that here in a few minutes because uh, small group has been a big part of it. And I, yes. I love that the story of small group. Well, tell us a little bit where where are you from originally? Okay. Uh, how did how did you get here to Destin, Florida? Okay, so um, my family was basically a, a, you'd call a sports family. Uh, my dad played professional football, coached professional football. So obviously, I grew up in. Uh, around that sport. Um, I loved all sports, played all sports, um, but I had an opportunity uh, when I came out of high school and from Western Pennsylvania uh, to go to Purdue. Uh, Purdue was a school that uh, uh, I had known a couple guys from the state of uh, Pennsylvania and Ohio that kind of I had gone to camps with, I had done things with, and actually went to Fellowship of Christian Athletes camp. That's where I had met most of these guys. And so I go to Purdue, and it probably wasn't the first week on campus um, that we started having group meetings. We used to call them like huddle meetings, um, uh, and there'd be four or five guys. And I don't know that we really knew what we were doing, but we had the Bible open and we were reading. So um, I just, I remember that. Um, I, I don't know that I would be able to say that I had a, a, a strong, strong uh, faith at that, at that moment. Um, but that was when I was first exposed to uh, the idea of the good news and the Bible and, and Jesus. And, and that would have been the first time that I would have accepted Jesus in, into my life and, and let him uh, lead me. Now, that path from that day in 1982 to now um, uh, took a lot of different turns. And, um, but the turn to this place and here in Destin uh, has been the, the most special turn that we've made. And that came through athletics as well. 
I got to know folks down here that had been alumni um, uh, boosters, if you will, uh, for the University of Memphis. And a lot of the folks had, had businesses down here, condos down here. And so they would allow our coaching staff to come down and, and use their, their property uh, for a week or two for a vacation for the summer. And, uh, and once you came, you know, it's like you, you don't want to leave. And what I didn't know was how strong that uh, the community is, uh, you know, built around destiny worship. So yeah, that that has been the the, the greatest thing that's come out of this. Because I wouldn't have known that years ago when we first decided this is where we wanted to spend our, if you will, retirement years. Yeah, and I'm in agreement with you. Uh, the the church is is been a strong way for connection. You know, yes. uh, meeting you, and so so you you coached, and I should have I should have led with um, um, my brother Randy Fickner, the the Super Bowl <laughs> uh, winning coach that we have with us today because you won a Super Bowl. You were yes. you were coaching uh, in Pittsburgh, and and when when Ben Roethlisberger and uh, Heinz Ward and that that whole crew. Uh, but what, so what led to that? Cause I know you were at Memphis, you mm-hmm. met Mike Tomlin and, yes. and you, you, you and I've had that conversation and I think he was an impact on you. So tell us a little bit about that. Okay. Well, I was coaching at the time, uh, I was the offense coordinator at Arkansas state university and Mike Tomlin was just starting his coaching career, if you will. And he was a young coach, and I had heard great things about him at the University of Memphis from some some really good people that I've known a long time. Keith Butler used to be a defense coordinator at Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, uh, Memphis, great Christian man. I mean, super guy. Um, he spoke highly of, of Mike and said, man, this is a great young coach. He's, he's, he's on a path. You know, this is a guy you want to be around. And, and so when I got the opportunity to – potentially hire a few coaches at Arkansas State I brought his name to the forefront and and sure enough he he took his first job basically I guess full-time position and and worked with our wide receivers now unfortunately Keith came over to Arkansas State to be the defensive coordinator the following year and he stole Mike from me he took him on defense and then the rest was history Mike's probably one of the best defensive coaches uh, maybe in the history of the National Football League that goes unnoticed because he's the head coach but believe me he sees defensive football like no one else and he's really good at it that's that's interesting not many people can say they they were a part of getting Mike Tomlin uh, his first coaching gig yeah I mean I'd like to think you know it, he he was taking a job as a young coach at the University of Tennessee at Martin and he had just been on the job for about a week we ran into each other at East High School in Memphis as soon as I saw him walk past me I was like that's the guy Keith told me about so I waited for him and then I grabbed him. I got his phone number, and then the rest is kind of history. We've we've talked. We've been really best friends since. Uh, he's a he's a strong, uh, convicted man. He is um, a believer. Um, he is the perfect head coach to work for, and I enjoyed every moment I was there. So, Randy, being. Being a, a sports family, being around, being in the locker room, those that have been in the locker room before, uh, a lot of that's not doesn't seem like where um, 
you hear Christ <laughs> spoke about a lot. <laughs> you kind of kind of can be the opposite of that. Not that it's bad guys in there. It's just guys um, that uh, that that are that are you know moving in different directions, or, or Christ is maybe not the the that strong in their lives at that point. It's just a locker room. So yes. you're 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 cutting up and and kind of. Um, uh, he's not the center of it. So that's, and that's every locker room for the most part, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, so, so what has that been? What was that like for you being that you had already given your life to Christ, but, but now you're in the locker room with the guys, you're, you're, you were a player, you're now a coach. What is it like being in the NFL? And, and, um, cause you said something that makes me think Mike Tomlin being a strong man of faith, I mean that had to help build your faith, and then and then and then as you're a strong man of faith, it helps to build the faith around the other people around you. So what what was yeah. it like? Well, I, you know, for me, it was uh, a train that was moving so fast all the time that it never felt like I probably, if I did take it back, I would I would probably be more aware uh, of the impact I could have more during a day, the day-to-day. The -day. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you get going. It's just like Steelers this week. They played Sunday afternoon. They're turning around. They're turning around play Thursday. They don't have to go on the road, which helps. But this turnaround so fast. There isn't a minute to breathe. The first time you sleep is going to be Friday morning. Um, you know, it just uh, – and, and you just probably didn't take the time on that Tuesday, let's just say, where someone was sitting down in this locker – and probably had something happen to them. Might have had a, a pet pass away. Might have had a good friend pass away. And you didn't take the opportunity to go over and say, hey, is everything okay? How's everything going today? And you might have had a chance to, to engage. And I, I know for a fact there probably wasn't enough done by me during those times. So I got some catching up to do. And I plan on doing it here. Amen. Amen. Well, you already have. You already have. I, I know uh, you and I met at uh, ROI at a, yep. at, a, at a small group that our, our pastor, Pastor Steve, holds on Thursday morning. And uh, we, we're we big into small groups here. And I know that's kind of yeah. what you were talking about in the community. And I, and I love your heart because you said, uh, Colby, I'll, I'll, we'll open our house, but you weren't planning to really necessarily be a part oh, of the yeah. small group. We're yeah. always looking for houses yeah, uh, for anybody right. out there that uh, <laughs> would like to be part of the community. We're always looking for houses to yeah. open up, and and so we can multiply the the groups out. And we've got some some powerful groups here, and men's group especially, yes. which is what we, you and I, have been a big part of. Is is um, just so good the 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 groups that we have, but you opened your house and you said, Colby, I, I wasn't planning to be a part of the group. I was just going to open the house. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that because well, I know that's changed your life it in, has. In, a, in a drastic way. It, our whole family, and and uh, so I'll never forget. We were sitting in ROI. Um, I think Garland got up and and made a comment. Uh, ask anyone that if if they had a space that was available that they needed some homes and or space. Uh, for men's groups to, to you know, take up two, three hours maybe in a week, uh, that type of thing on a Tuesday or a Monday. And I, I, I thought about it. I went home, talked to Jennifer about it, and uh, and I just felt I know, like that. this was the first call out to me. And it was, hey, here's your opportunity. You know, we had um, uh, 
gotten the home that we that we wanted that we were um, you know excited about for our family and it just so happened it was it was large enough to hold a large small group mm-hmm. and and the first group was large um, but Carlin asked and I went the next week and I, I said if you can put my name on the list we'd love to be able to be a part of it so in it the, what happened Chris Simpson and uh, Maynard Shaw uh, reached out to me the following week. Um, we set the plans in motion. It was going to be every Tuesday night, and I was going to. I even I looked at at, at Maynard and I said, "Hey, I'll I'll leave the door unlocked if you need waters or anything." Because I didn't I didn't know I was going to be a part of the group. I was just allowing my the house to to somewhere where they could, um, you know, spend time and worship. And I I end up being there for a year and a half, two years in every one of the group sessions. And I wouldn't have missed one of them. Um, and it's been, and it bled through our family. Our family was blessed through the first day that the small groups came to our house. And, and we just wanted to keep doing it and keep doing it. And then, uh, my good friend Colby, uh, decided that he could sell my house and then we could move. And so we've been kind of <laughs> not being able to have the, uh, you know, house a small group, small group for now, but we'll get back to that. Amen. For Amen. sure. I, I love what you said. It bleeds over into your family, uh, Randy, because it, it, it absolutely does. And, and you felt a nudge by the Holy Spirit to open your house. Didn't know what that was going to look like, but that's how, what walking in faith is. And when we do those things, uh, what it does is I have a similar story to yours of, of open, opening my house and it just my, my whole life has changed because yes. of it because God has come in. I want to go back to something you said uh, before we got to talking about small group. You said you you know being in the NFL, you know one of the things I was thinking about is what is what is maybe one of the, the greatest things you learned in the NFL or learned from, your walk with Christ in the NFL, but you kind of made a comment that everything's moving so quick. And and now in the place you are in your life, you get to slow down and think about it. And you're going back and, you know, kind of kind of assessing where you were at. And but it seems like you're moving into I want to do more. Maybe I missed out a little bit then, and and we all feel like that, yeah. right? We all feel like we missed out at times in our lives, and and so we. How, how do you how do you look at that now? Are you are you just more proactive in your your faith? And because we've all been there, we all feel like we've missed out at times. I know ki- guys that I, I I walk with say they missed out with, on, on their kids, yes. so maybe they'll they're they're calling them more throughout the week now sharing, you know, doing Bible studies over the phone, different things. How, yeah. how are you? Well, um, you're exactly right. I, you know, we've, we were never able for really almost 40 years. Uh, the weekends were always work. So, uh, the ability to, um, get involved, uh, with your local church or the churches, um, you know, in Pittsburgh or wherever I was working, uh, is difficult. So our only, uh, opportunity would be a once a week potential Bible study might've been our chapel the night before a game for 30 minutes. And so you get little bits and pieces, uh, you get fed that way, but it's, it, it's it just not enough because you just keep, there's just too much going on and every week and, and you're going long seasons in the NFL. And, um, so you just didn't have a church community. There, I was never exposed to any small group with the exception of what we would have a coach's Bible study every Friday morning. 
and Mike Tomlin never missed one. Mm. And our whole, most of our staff would, would be a part of that. Um, I, I never get a chance to really be a part of any of the kids' uh, extracurriculars. Um, we were, we were just, the hours just sucked you up and, and you just, you had nowhere else, uh, to give. I mean, so you couldn't get to, uh, any of the events or the things. So now, um, when there's an event, when something's going on, we have two of our three children that are here now in this general area. And that's, that's been unbelievable. And just, um, so you mentioned Nate, Nate, I see every day. Uh, we, we talk a lot and I mean, the Lord has grabbed him and, and it's been an unbelievable blessing in Maynard and just you and all the guys that reached out to him. I just, it can't happen if it's not from Christ and, and you really can sit back and see it. And, and it's, it's just wonderful. I love that. I love seeing what happens when, when, uh, when a father turns and really starts, cause you had a relationship with Christ before, but, but. When you really say, I want to make a change. When I want to walk with him closer. Yeah, I want to walk with him closer than what I was before. And then to see to see Jen come around that, to see uh, Nate and and the rest of your kids. And I I don't know their story as much as I do Mm -hmm. Nate's because I've walked with him a little Mm -hmm. bit, but but uh, he's on fire for the Lord. Yes. But he but but a lot of that is because his daddy's on fire for the Lord. And so when he's when he sees that, there's there's some statistics out there that shows if, if a man comes to Christ, so that it's the, the the rest of their family will come to the Christ. The likelihood of that is extremely high. Right. So yeah, I love that. I love that for, for men and women. We look around and we're going through life and we see our kids are struggling or this or that. You can't fix your kid necessarily, especially when they get to that age. But what you can do is you can fix yourself, yes. which is what you started to do. You started yes. to create a relationship with Jesus Christ that maybe you you hadn't pursued as hard in the past for lots of different reasons. Yes. Maybe it was schedule and different Everything things. Everything that you would you would tell your players never to, you know, there's no excuses. Um, you know, uh, you would find an excuse. And now uh, there is no excuses. I'm open to anything and everything that potentially comes our way when it comes to uh, Destiny Worship, when it comes to uh, any of the small groups, anything. And we're open to uh, be involved with all that. And I, I know for a fact I, was, I would shut those opportunities off before be, and use the, the excuse, I'm too busy. Wow, we're busy. Oh, we can't, you know. Now, again, trying to be a... a, a a Christian and walking, but not really, not really being strong enough to, to help anybody or to feel like you could be a part of anyone's life and help them. Um, I probably didn't feel that until I got here. Yeah. And now I wish sometimes I could go back, uh, cause there, there was probably some moments where, um, I missed and I, I knew I could have probably uh, used my story or used the ability to reach out to someone. Well, that's the greatest thing, though, We, you know, because we all could say that. Every person that's walking can say, I wish I could go back. Yeah. God, God redeems us, <laughs> and he redeems our time. He redeems our relationships. And I love that you're allowing God to overflow in you so you can overflow into others. Because if we're not, we can't, we can't put out what we're not filled with. 
Correct. So we're going to, if we're filled with the things of the world, that's what's going to come out. We're, we're filled with the things of Christ. That's what what's going to come out. Well, Randy, let, let me ask you, for the listeners out there, if you could give them one piece of advice uh, to kind of take with them as they listen to this show and to move forward, what what would that be? Everything that you've walked through in your life, the fact that you are are here today, your your relationship with Christ is stronger than it's ever been. What's what's a piece of of advice you would give them uh, moving forward in their their lives? Well, I think it, it is you have to take that first step. You have to take a step and move in a direction um, to where you can be fit, to where you can be around folks that are that are going to love you and that are going to uh, pour into you. Uh, the folks that poured into us down here, um, man, I. It just fills you, and then you, you you get the opportunity to do that to the next person. And I just think that that's all part of it, you know. I mean, we talk about team building in the NFL, and you have to do that. You know, if you just put teams together and you start drafting guys, um, that's not a winning formula. You could be the best player, but if you're not fitting the team or the, the, the concept of team, it's not going to work. And I think that the best – team that I've come across in the years I've been coaching is Team Destiny. I mean, that's just, I mean, I shoot. I, I love that. I, I, I'll be the ball boy. Yeah. It just let me on the field, coach. I mean, because this place is on fire and it's, it's, you feel good when you're here. I love that. And that, that's, that kind of takes us to uh, the end of our show. And, and what we always talk about, and you just said it right there, we always talk about at the end of the show is get plugged in. First, yes. we encourage everybody to to start reading their Bible. That, for mm-hmm. me, was what was drastically changed my, my life when I actually opened God's Word and started to read it. You can do that. You can stop here by destiny. They would have a Bible to give you, or you can go to uh, an, your app store, find a Bible yes. uh, on your app and, and open the app. The second thing is get plugged into a church. You know, God wants us to do community together. You just said that, to be on a team together. And right here at Destiny Worship Center or any uh, uh, gospel preaching church sure. out there is we encourage that because then you come into a start to come into a family. And the last thing that we talk about is small groups. Yeah. And small groups and that team that you're talking about coming together and growing in Christ. Because when we do it as a team, we all have our own relationship with God, but when we do it as a team, it just um, it compounds it, and you can really start to grow. The, the Bible tells us that iron sharpens iron as yes. one man does another, and that's what we always want to come together to do. So, uh, Randy, great to have you on, brother. Kobe, as always, man, thank you. Thank awesome. you, my friend. Yep. You've been listening to Road to Redemption, sharing powerful life testimonies, giving hope to those on their own Road to Redemption. If you have any comments or questions, we would love to connect with you. You can reach out to us at destinyradio.live. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week on Road to Redemption. Road to Redemption.